Hey guys, so welcome to this week's episode of the Powercast. So today we've got Ali Katinas um, from Freedom Scrub. She is an amazing entrepreneur. She has um, she's only fifteen and has been in business for a few years, I think, already. And um, she's just amazing. I recently spent time with her on Necker Island, Richard Branson's Island. And uh, she was so motivating and inspiring. And, uh, you know, a lot of people who were double, even triple her age haven't achieved the amazing things that she has. So I wanted to get her on today uh, because I know that she will inspire a lot of you. And I wanted to talk a bit about the, the projects that she's working on, her business, and I guess the change that she's making in the world as well. So thanks for coming on, Ali. No problem. Really excited to be here. Um, yeah. Cool. So can you tell uh, a little bit of your story about um, how you started and what you actually started with? Yeah. Um, so I am 15 now um, and I started in business at the age of 11. So I initially really was passionate about performing. I wanted to be an actress and a singer and a dancer, but I knew that that wasn't the most financially stable career path. And rather than being like a lot of artists, I didn't want to kind of just be waiting for the next job to come around so that I could get money and be just chasing fame um, and, and money from the job. I wanted to do it for the reason that I started in the first place, which was because I enjoyed it. So when I was 11, I founded my first business, uh, which was called OTS Marketing. And it is a social media marketing agency that targets very early phase startups that are really just getting off the ground and they need to start a social media presence, but don't have the financial ability to pay a larger agency. And then I have always been very, very passionate about giving back and about making a change in the world. And so at the age of 14, I founded a social enterprise called the 87 Cents Project. And from that, I developed my product called the Freedom Scrub. So we make ethical body scrubs that have no trace of slavery in the supply chain. And for every scrub that we sell, we help to provide healthcare to people living in poverty in India. And we also help to provide rehabilitation to rescued child soldiers and women that are rescued from human trafficking in Australia. So uh, we make coffee and sugar body scrubs that are really fun and um, we mostly target young people that would be using the product because unlike a lot of other body scrubs that are on the market, we want to promote um, a much more holistic approach with our marketing, showing young girls that they don't necessarily have to post photos of them wearing next to nothing to get reposted by a brand or to get followers on Instagram. Mm. Um, and so, and now since coming back from NECA, I actually just officially got the okay that, um, that I got the business name. So I am launching my third business, which will be called Project for Impact. Um, and we will be working to educate and inspire young people and teach them about entrepreneurship and social impact through business and give them the opportunity to pursue their passions and do things that are a little bit outside the square rather than just the traditional societal mold of going to school and then university and then getting a corporate mm. job um, because that doesn't work for everyone obviously it didn't work for me there are so many incredible entrepreneurs out there and mm. I really want to see a new generation of thought leaders and entrepreneurs coming from the teenagers of today because they have such capabilities with technology and things like that now yeah yeah that's awesome and so you know uh, there's not 
it's, it's funny, I've actually interviewed someone else recently who's 17 and started his first business when he was 11. Um, but before that, I, before you and him, I hadn't really heard of that um, much before, especially at such a young age. So what do you think uh, got you to want to go down this path? And I guess um, how were you inspired or who were you inspired by, I guess, first of all, to, to go down, you know, not a normal path for an 11-year-old? Um, so I was very inspired and very influenced by my mum's path through business. Um, so when I was younger and she was working in a corporate job, I would often go with her in the car when she had to drop off samples or things like that. And I was always quite involved and aware of what she was doing uh, with work. And then when we were um, on holidays, uh, she actually was forced to leave her job because of workplace bullying. Mm. And so I watched her basically have to rebuild her life as an entrepreneur to help uh, support my family and to help you know, get me through school. And so I watched what she had been through and I decided that I never wanted to be in the position where I was working working for someone else and I had to stay in the job because of because I needed the money or because you know that's just what everyone expected me to do even though it was detrimental to my well-being and then I very soon decided that no young person should because it's just what's expected by society should be in that position where they end up working for someone doing something that they're not passionate about that they're unhappy doing and are facing, you know, workplace bullying because they're young or because they're a little different to what everyone else is like. And so they're facing, um, I guess, stigma for that. Yeah, yeah. And what do you think um, that parents should be, what do you think are the key qualities that parents should be teaching their kids uh, or different maybe things that they should be doing to be able to build, you know, the next era of entrepreneurs like yourself? Um, I think that one of the biggest things that's really important, whether a young person is going into entrepreneurship or into a job, is teaching them to have a healthy relationship with money. Mm, Um, Because that was something that my parents always did. They showed me that, you know, things have a value and that if you want something, there is a level of work that has to be done to achieve that. Um, And so that made me see it as, you know, that there is a value to it, Um, but also not to be afraid of money because it's not a negative thing, I suppose. And so, you know, and also from a point of view of, of giving back that there are people that don't have a lot of money. And so also to be grateful for the fact that, you know, whether you're incredibly wealthy or maybe you're just getting by, but there are people that are not as fortunate to have a house over their head. Yeah. Um, and so it was, yeah, it was developing that relationship and so that I could understand that, you know, you do have to work hard. Um, and the other thing that my parents did was, you know, they told me that if you're passionate about something, there isn't anything and there shouldn't be anything stopping you from getting there. Um, So, you know, staying on point with your values and what your passions are um, and what your life mission is and giving me the opportunity to pursue that while I was young um, so that, you know, by the time I got to where I am now, I know what I want to do and I know what I care about and 
I, I know who I want to be in the world. And so it, it is a real, it's a great place to be in because it shows me, you know, I, I'm quite different. I'm quite creative. I'm quite um, innovative in the way I think. And so entrepreneurship was perfect for me because it allows me to be all those things. Cool. What age do you think that all started? Like that you started learning these lessons and realizing these things? Um, overall, it, not necessarily about entrepreneurship specifically, but about being passionate and embracing things like that. It started when I was five, when I actually first started school, Mm. um, because I was always the girl at school that was different. I danced and I sang and I worked in, you know, television commercials and things like that. And it was something that I loved doing, but it was quite different from what everyone else was doing. Mm. Um, but you know, I learned that it's okay for, for me to be different. It's okay to like things and be passionate about things that other people don't necessarily enjoy or aren't necessarily passionate about because change is important and being your own person is important. Um, and you know, the only way that good things happen is the world in the world is from people standing up and doing something different and finding a new way to do things. Yeah, totally. And what you said before about money as well, I always say to my clients that, you know, the more money you make, the more people you can help. And that's not just in, you know, giving back to charity or things like that, but you can market and reach more people. You can hire staff so that you can go out and do those things that are more charitable, or you can start multiple businesses. You know, there's, I, yeah, I think a lot of people do feel that have a limiting beliefs around money or feel that it's evil, but it's actually, and something that really sunk in more for me at Necker as well was that, you know, if you're keeping yourself small as a small business, you're actually being selfish because when you do that, you're not able to reach out and, and make a global impact, you know, or how yeah, totally. you want to make. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in, I mean, in business, obviously there are people that, you know, through charity give back, but there are so many other ways that you give back to the community, you know, increasing employment opportunities when you increase the amount of staff that you have and Mm. even services that you provide as a business or products, whatever it is that you do, that's solving an issue that someone else has. Yeah. Um, And so looking at it that way is really great as well because you're not just, you're not selling to people, you're, you're actually helping people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a really important mindset in business. Yeah, totally. I was talking to someone about that today, actually. And we were also talking about the whole Instagram thing that you mentioned before about, you know, girls wearing hardly anything just and using sexuality to, to get likes and followers and attention. And I think it's amazing that you're, you're doing something different where obviously that doesn't fit your morals and values, but there's so many people that I hear saying that they wouldn't do that. And then I do see them doing it or they're not true to their, their values, you know? So, yeah. Um, but so yeah, I mean, I'm not, at, you know, we're not at all. Oh, oh, sorry. Delay. No, no, you go um, we're not at all saying that, um, that you can't necessarily, you know, you can't post a photo in swimwear or something like that, but there are, there are, um, messages that are alluded to through photos and through the way the photo is taken Mm. um, that aren't necessarily empowering to 
young girls that are on social media. And so I don't think a lot of people think about the message that they're spreading through their online presence. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we want to be really conscious of that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And so you said you just started your third business. Uh, so there's a lot of my clients and followers and, and people that I know in the business world that are running one business and they might have kids or they might not have kids or they might be, you know, running their business part time whilst they're uh, got a full time job. So you've got three businesses and you still go to school. Like, how do you how do you fit it all in? How do you manage all of that? Um, so I became very good at time managing from quite an early age uh, with like dance and things like that. Obviously, I had to manage doing schoolwork and homework and then dancing from four o'clock in the afternoon till nine o'clock at night. Mm. Um, and so I used those time management skills and applied them to what I do now. So I've taught myself, you know, when I have class, I am quite focused. And so I get all my classwork and my homework done in class. And that way I have the afternoon to work on my business. Uh, sometimes at lunchtime, if I know that there's a really important deadline or something that I need to get done, I'll go and do that. But at the same time, I know when I need the balance and when I do need to have, a, you know, free time and embrace the fact that I'm a teenager. Yeah. And so it's finding that, fine-tuning that balance um, and also knowing to when to prioritise what. So, you know, I had exams this week, so I knew that business had to take a little bit of a step back so that I could do those exams. and then. Mm -hmm. This week, now that we've finished exams, I can focus on business because there's less going on in school. Yeah, cool. And I know people always talk about balance and I, I love to push myself and I've worked a lot on building my energy and balance. And people tell me if I'm like flat out, you know, since coming back from NECA, I've been flat out because I'm so inspired and motivated. And people are like, no, you need to switch off at this time or you need to take time out. I really believe kind of what you, you just said in a way that balance isn't about perfectly balancing each day. You'll have periods of time that are about business and periods of time that are about family or about school or about whatever. And it kind of, it all works out in the end. Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. So uh, can you... Can you tell a bit more about the um, the body scrub and that the eighty seven so the eighty seven cents goes to you said the child soldiers and um, to girls to get them out of um, trafficking. Why why are those two things like those two areas specifically really important to you? Okay, um, so we actually help three um, different areas through different segments of the product. Mm -hmm. So. Um, the 87 Cents Project um, Social Enterprise Umbrella uh, works with a charity called the Hope Foundation, which is based in Kolkata, India. Okay. So they basically go in and they rescue children from trafficking and they rescue people living on the streets. And they are the only organization that actually provides health care to these people because otherwise they have no access. Mm. So they had um, a, a funding partner pull out and that left them with, a lack of about $120,000, which worked out to be 87 cents per person for a year. Yeah. And so I saw that as a really tangible way that I could give back because obviously 87 cents to us in Australia is so little. Yeah. Um, but to them, it can be life-changing. And unlike in Australia, you know, a lot of people ask, why didn't I start off working with an Australian charity? But in Australia, we have 
infrastructures in place like Medicare so that, you know, even if there are people that are in really disadvantaged situations, they ultimately will have access to healthcare, which yeah. is such a necessity. Yeah. Um, and then uh, with child soldiers, because I am quite young, um, I relate on the level of, of age and of mindset. And so it was a really great fit because essentially um, the coffee grinds that we use from a charity called the Freedom Hub, they um, are recycled from the cafe and they send funds back towards the rehabilitation of child soldiers. Cool. And so it gave me a really great way to A, make the product more sustainable by recycling the coffee grinds and also to give back to a charity where I'm helping young people like myself that are in far worse conditions and that are living far more disadvantaged lives. Mm. Um, and with trafficking, I didn't actually know that trafficking was an issue in Australia. I knew that it was a big issue in Cambodia and in India and things like that which is why I started working with the Hope Foundation. But when I learned from the Freedom Hub, which is our Australian charity partner, that it's actually going on in Australia, mm. it got me quite upset because there are so many girls that wouldn't know. Mm. And so, you know, they're growing up to be women or, you know, child marriage is an issue that we have here too. And they don't know that it's an issue. And so it can catch them by surprise. They don't know what to look for. Mm. And so I came from a place where I really wanted to spread awareness for that so that more girls out there were aware of the issue in Australia and knew, you know, what to look for, but also knew that there was an organisation that was helping women that had been through that to rebuild their lives and to get back on track, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, these, these charities all really had quite a similar message that all fit together quite well of improving people improving people's lives that are in so many different situations but in one way or another I related to them yeah. and so I knew that you know if I had been born in India for example I could have been living in far worse conditions that I am now and experiencing some truly horrible things that girls my age are experiencing um, and so I really I really felt passionate about helping those organizations yeah, awesome. And I think it's important what you said as well, that people don't have to give just with money, they can give with their time, they can give in so many different ways. And I think depending on where someone's at and what resources they have, they, they can give to things that are, are close to their heart. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah, we, um, we really wanted to make giving accessible to everyone. And so yeah. by purchasing a body scrub, um, you know, it makes it quite accessible to them where they're not just donating money, they're actually, you know, bu buying a product that they might buy every day. Yeah, yeah, cool. And so I guess just the last question, and then I'll find out where everyone can kind of connect with you as well. Um, so with the, the final thing that you were talking about before, the third business, uh, for helping, uh, helping young people with entrepreneurship and things like that, uh, what are you doing with that moving forward? Like, what's the first steps for you? Okay, um, so one of the first things that we'll be doing is running some workshops here in Sydney. Um, we've had some interest from a few people that, uh, you know, whether it's adults that want their, that would, are interested in having their kids uh, go through the program, or I've had young people reach out to me that are really inspired by what um, I'm doing at the Freedom Scrub and 
wanted to know how they could do it too. Mm. Um, and so, you know, what I very much am doing is leading by example, I suppose, and showing kids that there is another way, there is a different option to just what society tells you that there is. Yeah. Um, but in going forward, we're going to be developing an online platform and educational tools um, and really just providing them with all the all the tools and education that they need to go forward and to pursue entrepreneurship um, and, you know, social entrepreneurship if that's what they want to do. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Um, so did you have anything else that you wanted to add or any kind of final uh, tips or inspiration for anyone? Um, I think that, I mean, this is going to sound a little cliche, but, <laughs> you know, so many people say it, if there's, whether you're 10 or whether you're a hundred, if there's something that you're passionate about doing that you haven't taken the leap, whether it's business, whether it's, you know, just a hobby, whatever it is, just go for it, just do it because you'll never regret taking, taking the leap and taking the risk, but you will regret, regret not doing it. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. Uh, so if people want to um, like follow you on social media or anything like that, where's the best place to, to find you? Um, so on Instagram and Twitter, my username is at Ali Katina. So A-L-I-K-I-T-I-N-A-S. Um, my Facebook page and my LinkedIn are the same, Ali Katinas. Um, or you can find us at Freedom Scrub. Um, on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, um, and also uh, in going forward project for impact as well. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. I think everyone's going to love this and be really inspired by, by your message and just who you are as a person. So thank you. Thank you.